Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y for 67369. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply not clear to me that I think there will exist a general purpose device that does everything you want because I don't think the whole world's going to be able to afford five devices per person in the bubble of Terranea. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh. Don't step on the one. You got to start on the two. Find the two. You understand? I told you I never did any of these dances before. Now it's one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. No, music starts. Don't dance to the two. Got it? Nice. 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 Wilson! Three, two, and one. Go! Wilson, where are you? Go! Nothing gets in our way! Oh, I forgot about the Steve Ballmer clip. I forgot about the Steve Ballmer clip. God damn it. It's a feeling. What up? A heartbeat. What up? Whoa! What a week it was. What up, plant? What up? Spider One plane. breath away and there you will be So young and carefree Again you will see That 
place in time So You thought that all would last forever But like the weather Nothing can ever And be in time Stay gold But can it be When we can see So vividly a memory And yes, you say So must I To fade away Wailing ghost Hello I love the ghosts You're a fan of ghosts I actually feel Dude Last couple of nights, I've been driving home, really late night. You feel like a ghost? I've seen him. Mm. Seen him, like, all of a sudden, like, I'll see, like, some dude walking in the street, like, barefoot. And, like, I'm in the sticks, kind of, you know? Yeah, see, around here, we just call those the homeless people. Yeah, yeah. Unless we have, we got a couple, but, like, it's so big. You know, like it's one of these things if you were walking around, but the cops, they're not really out at night anymore. But if a cop saw him, you might want to check out what he's doing. What are you doing? Because that would kind of freak me out around my house, you know, seeing some dude barefoot walking around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got the neighborhood guy that I call the Mad Hatter. Yeah, he, he hasn't had his hat in a while, but he used to have a top hat. <laughs> And he he was posted up. Uh, he like accumulates, you know, garbage and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he'll have like a shopping cart that just like yeah, he's got everything. Is way maxed out. Yeah, you know. And he's just got broken, broken appliances and old big wheels and you name it. He's yeah. got he's got all kinds of stuff, and he just accumulates huge amounts of shit and then wheels it around the neighborhood in these impossible shopping carts and then every once in a while he ends up on our corner to keep it moving he does i mean he like he'll find like home bases you know like he was there he had like a pretty ridiculous setup in front of uh i think it was like a laundromat like a laundromat that closed or something so no no, no nobody took over the the business spot and he just went nuts on it you know just it's, like it's, it's, built a fort i've seen these 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 episodes where people will set up camp and then come back and it's gone. Like they'll break these places where people will reside up. So you're like you put yourself in, in danger of losing all your stuff. You know, the cops and whoever. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a dangerous. They just game come to, in. Uh... That happened in France. They just come in and just bring a garbage truck and pile all these people's belongings into a truck and. That, I mean, yep. it's terrible you know imagine that incredible yeah but it's also you know like it's it's 
there's just so many issues with it to, to begin with, you know, like the fact that like people are like taking their stuff is like, well, on the totem pole to me, but it's just, yeah, it's this guy, I guess is like from the neighborhood. Like, uh, my, my friend who owns the bar says he's like talked to this guy's parents and like, even they don't know what to do with him. And he's been around for a long, long time. Yeah. I mean, Hey, some people have fully checked out on the society. <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> You know, fuck it. You see the appeal. You you see the appeal of possibly I, like shouting at the sky. Or- I don't, but I can see it. You know, I like, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I can see it, but I could never, I don't know. I don't know. Actually, if the weather conditions, think about San Francisco, right? It's like you could be a homeless person there because of the weather, you know? I don't know. Like in New York, it's like, how do you deal with the winter? I don't know, man. Yeah, that's a whole nother level. Yeah. Just like always, being um, being out amongst it. I always found a very big difference, too, between the homeless of New York and the homeless of San Francisco, where, like, in New York, you could legit have a conversation with somebody. But in San Francisco, I don't know. I just got a little creeped out, to be honest. You know, because people, are, they're a little more aggressive. They come up to you and maybe grab you, you know? Yeah, and I mean that honestly it honestly matters which neighborhood you're in, you know? Like if you're near the hate, like you're probably just running into mm. some wooks who are hanging out in the park. Oh my and god, like those, the kids. that's a different type of that's a different type of homeless person than totally. is living in like the tent cities downtown, like I mean I'd see like a kid, like eighteen years old. Like, what are you yeah, doing, yeah. dude? And those are those are like the that was the kind we get in Santa Cruz, mm. you know? Was like <laughs> they they'd end up at the beach, and they'd they might have somewhere to go, yeah. you know. But they just like they ran away, and they they go to the beach, and they're just bumming around Santa Cruz, and they smell like patchouli, and like yeah, it's a they got the sign, the whole thing, man. They have a dog. Help me feed my dog. I'm like the homeless dogs are another level too. I'm like, yeah, bro, go get a job. <laughs> what are you doing? You're totally normal. You know, they're a tech entrepreneur, maybe, you know, all they need is someplace to plug in their phone. I wouldn't mind doing it like as a test, like as a project, make a documentary of like living a life as a homeless person for five months or six months. I don't think I'd last but two days, but <laughs> right. <laughs> like, all right, I need someone to come in and take this operation over. You know, like Bear grill style. like Yeah, totally. Survivor homeless. Do it as a challenge. Survivor homeless. Um, What's going on with you? Not too much, man. We're doing good out here. We're, we're doing cinephobe things, doing some fun stuff for that. We just did our glossary yesterday, which we're going to, I'm going to have to work on because it's going to be a lot of clips, but. Can, um, can you explain? It's going to be like a. Can you explain yeah, to me up? what the bingo thing is because i'm clueless here uh it's a it's it's a bad word yeah what's it mean and it's it's a word for the mentally challenged okay is very prevalent in films of the 90s and really all the way up through the early 2000s and bingo the word is applied so so we started with just like pointing out when they say these words in the movie right and then what's an example at one point 
I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give you an example. It's, it's the R word. No, no, I know. Mentally challenged. Is it like um, Tropic, Tropic Thunder? Not a bingo! Bingo! Not even. It, it happens all the time. Like, there's a whole bunch of movies that just, you know, casually use that word. And this, the, that word is frowned upon now. It's not as I accepted. So, like, if you made a movie that had it now, they wouldn't use it. I have this thing, though, where I feel like we took a time period off, you know, and kind of disassociated the, the word with how it was being used before. But when we were kids, we used it a lot, you know. I personally and have no problem with that word because it's French for slow. It's a great a word. Bingo! bingo! To explain some of the things that are going on, you know, in our world. It's just like... It's the word, it, 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 and people people respond to it appropriately, and it's not at all to do with the negative implication of it. I'm about bringing it back. Got a bingo, <laughs> bingo. You know what? Maybe when you make your homeless documentary, you should just fold that in and just combine them into one cause. That'll so, that'll work go over really well. So bingo is a supplant. So then bingo, on? bingo happened because we actually played bingo. I mean, we were doing it for mailbag a while back. Remember, like we had like the bingo board. Oh, of, yeah. Like yeah, all yeah. the things that we were trying to get. So that was one of the bingo things was gotcha. that word popping up or the F word for homosexual, which yeah. uh, <laughs> which there's the great South Park episode with Mr. Garrison where he's he decides to come out as gay and then he decides he can use that word whenever he wants because he is gay. Um, <laughs> bingo! Bingo! And like, I, I, I don't have any proclivities with language. Like I, I feel like if you're using it in a mean and offensive way towards a person with intent right. to put that person down, that's very different to me than just saying it on a podcast this, Especially when it's being brought up in the thing that you're talking about, which is the movie that you're breaking down. But Zach and Amin, yeah. you know, with their their radio banter, they can't be saying those things on the radio. So that's really what's carried over is their, you know. <laughs> and then, you know, to, to be completely honest, like people are getting canceled left and right for saying anything, anything like the Mike Richards thing. Oh, forget that's you know? staged. That's so staged. <laughs> which part <laughs> how is it that you get in trouble for what he said on a comedy show 10 years ago 10 years ago i just i can't think that this is anything but a staged event like this doesn't make sense to me like a comedy like he, i was telling this to my sister-in-law and and i didn't mention it he it was a comedy show at first and she was like well wait a minute this is totally He's just going around saying this about women. I said, it's a comedy show. Like, it was a joke. And the woman was in on it. Like, what are we doing here? I don't, it's, and the, what he said was hardly offensive either. I think maybe the only angle on that is that it wasn't funny. Not but... funny. The guy's, who is that guy too, right? So like, that's that's really the thing, is that like, he's, is a sh- he's a schmuck. And his approach to doing this charade of bringing in all these people to guest host Jeopardy when really he just wants to do it. Right. And then he's the executive producer. So he 
you know, kind of grease the wheels for himself to be <laughs> the guy. Like that's that was- the part that's objectionable. But the fact that Claire McNear from the ringer went in and listened to all his old podcasts and found some off color jokes from 10 years ago. And that's what did it. Right. That was the nail in the coffin. That's what's kind of crazy to me. You know, God, I don't even know what would they do with George Carlin these days? What would they do to this guy? You know, he's like one of the, yeah, he wouldn't, my, he wouldn't favorite, be the same. He's my favorite comedian of all time. Hands down. Right. And he makes, I mean, even the stuff he was talking about 20 years is completely appropriate for today in terms of what's going on. And I'm like, this is the type of people we need in our society, you know, that make light of these crazy, serious times. Right. And if you listen to his stuff, it's just amazing. It's dead on. It's just like, and now we're going to get rid of these people in our society it's just one more way of reducing your liberty and reminding you that they can fuck with you anytime they want as long as you put up with it as long as you put up with it which means of course anytime they want because that's what americans do now they're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling the illusion of security what we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs there's another thing germs where did this sudden fear of germs come from in this country. Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous, and it goes to ridiculous lengths in prisons. Before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Well, yeah, that's always, you know, that's always my approach with Chappelle. Is Chappelle is a genius, and everything that he says, I think he should be allowed to say. And a, a lot of the time what happens with him is that I feel that he's speaking in truth to Don thoughts that I've had, but not that hot bit of reality. ever put it together in that way, you know? Like, he's saying things that I agree with that are kind of unspoken that I have never spoken about. And he says a lot of controversial borderline offensive stuff and that, (laughs) but he embraces it, you know? And that's, what's so rare is I feel like he, he fully owns it. He's just sharing his own thoughts. He's being honest Mm. and he's given a platform to do so. And I think that, I think where you get in trouble is if you don't own it, you know? Yeah. Oh, you try sure. to hide it. Like as soon yeah. as uh as soon as Claire McNear published the article or whatever, or I think she even she might have reached out to him to Mike Richards, he he pulled all the podcasts, right? Yeah. Oh he, right. So he, he tried to bury his turd in the dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's when that's when it's like, oh, you know, yeah. like if he yeah. had been like, Yes, I said these things, here's my co host, like we're yep. still friends, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is what happened. Like, it's a different story, I think. But That's, because he's ashamed of it and he's trying to hide it, then it just, it only makes it worse. Yeah, yeah. It makes you look like you're running. But I'm just like, who is this guy? 
And whatever happened to the guy who won like 19,000 episodes in a row? What was Ken Jennings, name? yeah, no, he gets. I hosted. thought he was going to be the host. I thought- he could have been, yeah. Like he would, I think he would have been good. I mean, there's I mean, a lot of people that there's the a lot schmo? of people that people like Levar Burton, <laughs> like, Mayim Bialik. So, so it seems to me like you either continue the guest thing or you just find someone who's like got clout, someone who has a reputation. That's a nobody. You know? And they, the real thing is that they couldn't afford to get Will Ferrell to just do it as Alex Trebek for like a year. You know, <laughs> that's not in there. That's not in their price range. Cause that's the That'd answer. Be amazing. That'd be amazing. <laughs> you know? And he would kill it. That's, that is so funny. That's that's, that would be awesome. But he's that too big for awesome. that. So, Hey, so uh, where's he done? No, we need again. He is probably working. But let's talk to text um i i spent last night uh listening to the kanye masterpiece donde donda 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 thunder mama's name thunder um so you liked it it's a fucking masterpiece dude it's amazing it's incredible you have to really it's not something you could just throw on. It's got singles that are really feel good, you know, kind of moments. Yeah. It's so sophisticated. It's like, I mean, it's music I've never, ever heard. It's just absolutely mind blowing. The level of artistry, this guy, he's, and his lyrics make sense. It's just amazing all around. At first, when I listened to it, bro, I was so thrown off. The thing that immediately was like, this is so experimental. You know, I actually think I tweeted, I really appreciate Kanye because he wrote, he wrote a great experimental music album. And I'm always like artists, if they keep pushing themselves and keep trying to do new stuff, I'm always like, shit, I got nothing but respect. You know, during U2's 90 phase when they did pop and Zoo TV and experimenting with new stuff, I was always like, all right, this is cool as long as you're making progress. Then they they got scared, remember? Larry Mullen Jr. was like, I want to get back to making rock and roll, you know. We don't want to do this experimental shit, you know, and, and Bono on the Edge are like, okay, okay. So they went back, and that's when I kind of lost touch with them, honestly. But um, you also, also very important here, and not many people get this, and I've said this before, but having the proper audio equipment for this is key. This, I'm lucky I got the studio speakers here. I can crank the music at night. Yeah. And and then add a couple other things to the equation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And yeah. I was just, oh, my God, I was out of my mind. I was loving it, Zach, Kanye. I was loving it. Like, I was having a fucking supreme. Is moment. Thursday just like your night now? Um, It's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, right now, because it's really slow, so yeah. it's it's really tough too. Because NBA off wife, season, my wife's gotten back and she's got to go back into the work thing, and I'm like, I don't have to. And like, and last night I had to remind myself. I'm like, Jade, you can still be on vacation. It's okay, you know. Have a keep having a good time. You don't have to go home, and go to bed, you know. And uh, that's what I did. And I heard Drake came out today. Yep. That's uh, the next one, Certified Love Boy, with all the pregnant emojis. 
Are, uh, are those pregnant emojis? Are those pregnant emojis um, teenagers he's gone after, or these like women of age? Because they never know with Drake. Uh, just a couple of them. Okay, right. just want to make sure. Yeah. It's he really did a nice thing where he covered every type of person, right? Like that's that's what that album means is that he's a he'll love everyone equally and get them pregnant. Yeah, unfortunately, not everybody when in that equation is again of age. So uh, just, just a little little tough little thing with him. But hey, man, music slaps, so we're good. Was there a Millie Bobby Brown emoji on that artwork? <laughs> or question. I don't know. It's quite. It's funny. I I've been writing, you know, because I like to share my my experience with Waz, mm-hmm. and you know, Waz really doesn't have much time for me these days. Because it is, uh, doesn't have time for anyone. He's blowing up. He's just so busy, busy, busy being uh, Bill Simmons' uh, right hand man. Yeah, when Bill and Simmons Tuesday, calls, I bet you Tuesday, mm-hmm. Tuesday one thirty-seven. I write. This Kanye record is awful. Hope all is well. LOL. No response. No response. Uh, Wednesday at 1.36 p.m. I take that back, I said. It's interesting, but too forlorn. I don't like the top of the album. Starting with Off the Grid, as the ringer Rob wrote, is a good call. And Waz wrote back. He said, facts, with a lot of S's. (laughs) So last night... As I'm really enjoying this record, I write, this Kanye record is insane art. And he goes, ha ha, that's what's up. Still ain't peep. (laughs) I really like the fact that it gives me something. You know, he's just like, all right, Jen, okay. (laughs) Well, also, you just gave us a micro Jade flip-flop there in three days of Of text messages. Mm -hmm. From, eh, to, well... well, the, yes, <laughs> I, I listen. I started listening to Donda or whatever the fuck it's called, and um, and I I got through like I don't know like four or five songs. I was like, eh, all right, whatever. I'll listen to the rest later, not knowing that it's like twenty seven songs. Yeah, yeah. I never oh, I never scrolled long. down the thing. I just started playing it on Spotify, and so somebody asked me, a friend of mine asked me, like, you know. Oh, have you listened to the Kanye? I was like, eh. I was like, I have mixed feelings about even trying to listen to it. But yeah, I listened to a few songs. I'll get to the rest later. And and she was like, well, um, you know, I, I just can't believe 27 songs. I was like, 27? What are you talking about? And I, then I scrolled down. I was like, I'm not listening to 27. I'm not doing this stuff. I didn't do it with Drake. I'm not. Minutes? There's nothing you could produce that's going to make me listen to a 27 song album. <laughs> there's just, it's, I don't have the time or the interest. Essentially. You know, when I was a kid, it was essentially the double album. Right. Is what you're looking at. Right. Yeah. And like part of me is, you know, and it's very conceptual. Like it's, you know, it's connected. So you really have to, it's the type of experience where you have to kind of sit down and be ready for this show. It's not an album you can just pop on and go, okay, this is a single. Even though there's some really nice, I love that okay, okay song. Um oh you could kind of pull out, but it's like a whole, it's like an experience. It's like the wall by Pink Floyd or something, you know? Yeah. Also, and like I, I mean, he's I, still uh, an artist. I respect that. Um, yeah. As uh, someone who uh, thinks like uh, he can go fuck himself for thinking it was cute to align with Trump for five years. Like uh, he can go fuck himself, you know? He's very, he's very so, and still he's got this, very what's the word we're into yourself so much you know yeah which can be 
I don't know. It's almost a staple of rap in a, in a sense. Even Jay-Z has that where it's like, okay, we get it. The greatest, you know, <laughs> you're the best. Okay. Let's move on here. I listened to the new Nas last night. New Nas there, is good. I didn't even know there was a new Nas. Me either. But I have all this time now. I'm like, I should do it like something. I, let, let me explore hip hop for a little. What's happening mm. in hip hop, right? I'm very, I like, you know, what I like is the weekend. You like the weekend? Um, I like the weekend. In small doses. Like, I, like, I, I can't. The weird thing about the weekend is, like, I never think, like, oh, I don't like this. But I never think like, oh, I'm going to seek this out kind of thing. Right. Like with the weekend, like if it starts playing and I reckon I'm like, oh, this is good. I like this. Uh, but I'm never like, you know what? I need to jam out to a uh, like a weekend album, like a full album or anything. Like I'm never seeking that out. Yeah. Uh, but I well, also just got, like I'm, I'm not nearly as into music as you guys are. So it's, a, it's just a got, different thing. I mean, I'm not really, I'm that really into, music, into honestly. right now. I'm really into pop music. Like, honestly, one of my favorite songs right now is a Jonas Brothers song. <laughs> and, and Doja Jesus Cat. Christ. I love Doja Cat. I Problematic. love. I, I just the, the hits. I, I have, yeah. I've, I've been a long time since I've just really, because of the kids, I've been throwing it on the radio. And I see a, a lot of times I'm like, oh, this sounds great. So The weekend has a, a song out there. I don't know if you've seen the video. It's a great, great video. It's like a one shot the entire time. He's kind of dressed up like the Joker. Um, and so I've just been watching that and I was like, yo, this guy's very fucking artistic. It's incredible. He's like a kid too, right? He's very young. Well, um, he's got that young. 30 by now, right? Yeah. Am I wrong on that? Well, he's been to me, a to me, time. relative okay. to me. 28. He's, um, he's 31. He's like- <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always, I'm always impressed like with, with like at this age, the age I'm at now, and then I'm seeing like these young kids, they make it and they, they're really good artists excellent of course you know you always have to look especially with hip-hop who wrote who write the writes these songs and i learned that he's got a phenomenal producer by the last name of quenville who's from canada and so there's always someone kind of back there even with like bts right Mm -hmm. their big hit there was written by the eurythmics guy you know right and Rick Rubin a lot of times is in the back shadows of some of these bands. You're like, oh, now I get why you're so fucking great, you know? Right. You yeah, you got <laughs> you have amazing production, <laughs> yeah. you know. Even with Drake, you know, even with Kanye, you'll see like six, five, six people working on a song. But um, the weekend is is uh, very, very another great artist out there. I'm just so impressed. I'm impressed. There's a lot of uh, amazing stuff. I'm excited to listen to the Drake tonight you know i sent you guys a video in the chat or a tweet in the chat it's from the new way too sexy video and for some reason Kawhi leonard is in it and he's dancing on a sand dune with future young thug and drake and Kawhi leonard and he his dancing is not good i'll tell you that i don't really know what he's doing do you think his dancing was intentionally not good as like part of the joke or do you think that's just how he dances that's this is just Kawhi. yeah that's probably dances also when did this get filmed because i don't know no he didn't blow out his knee i guess he's just a partial tear it's not nearly as bad and you can still like do what he's doing probably like a month after that thing 
happens and it's just going I'm to I'm gonna a green go screen. out on a limb here. I'm gonna go out on a surgically repaired limb and say that his injury would have no impact on his dancing style. He's okay. not yeah, using that's any fair. knee. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> his legs are he's not, his really legs are his not even flexed. He's just kind of moving his shoulders a little bit. He dances he's all shoulders when he dances. <laughs> he's doing the hand. he's just like kind of barely moving his hands. He's dancing yeah. like he's in a phone booth. Mm-hmm. This is funny. Like why? I mean, like, okay, so is it? This is because he won the championship with the Raptors, right? That's it. Like, even though he's gone, and Drake will suck up yeah. to anybody. Drake's a star fucker. Like, I guess this could have been any NBA player, but it's just weird to me that he would choose one with absolutely no swag. That's funny. Maybe that's the it's point. Just, I don't know. This this is funny. For, this is real funny. Question: Is it tampering? Oh, I see. Uh, is it tampering other, if you ran one, him out of town? <laughs> you see the one in the, the comments, the reply there? Oh, yeah. The aerobics hip thrust. That's straight up John Travolta. That's John Travolta and perfect. Mm-hmm. That workout right there. Mm-hmm. What a crazy. What a crazy world. Amazing. Uh, dude, I've been listening to a great, great Tom Petty, right? I'm a big Tom Petty guy. So he has this deluxe re revamp of wildflowers on music or itunes whatever uh it's got 56 songs i think total. 56 56 like it's like the album stuff and then different versions of stuff live stuff it's quite it's gonna take me all weekend just... yeah dude yeah I got podcasts to listen to. I, I'm, I, I'm gonna, so much, right? I just got a new it's apartment tough. that I got to move into in a couple of weeks. I got too much to do. Wow. Oh, flex. You're moving? I'm moving, man. Let's head on down the road There's someone 
two miles away. Going? Just Sherman Oaks. Um, but it's a place. I got into a fight with my building. I'm still in a fight with my building, actually. Um, where my sink started leaking. Leaking at like 8.30 at night, right? I'm doing dishes. I'm loading the dishwasher. All of a sudden, I look down. There's water all over the floor coming out from the under the kitchen sink. And I know, like, with the way my building is, it's not like we don't have, like, an office. We don't have an on-site manager. It's like, it's like this married couple and their daughter um, who, like, do the majority of the stuff. And they have a couple of, like, handymen to, to help out. And yeah, so yeah. I'm like, all right. So I sent an email. Stop using it. I'm like, all right. I'll just run these dishes and everything when it's all... Once all fixed, send the email at 8.30 at night. I do radio the next morning from 7.10, get off the get off the show. I'm like, oh, I should check to see if they've responded about like when they can come fix it. And I have an email from them with them letting the, everyone in the building know that um, that <laughs> that there there have been some obviously some concerns. There's been break-ins where like our, our mailboxes are getting crowbarred open. And really? yeah, and and like, and then people saying like, why don't we have security cameras in this building? And then saying like, well, it's kind of expensive, and like, there's really nothing we can do, you know, legally to find these people or whatever because they're masked and everything. <laughs> and and then like yeah. they're like, oh, by the way, like our operational costs are high, so we're gonna be raising your rent a hundred dollars, or at least mm-hmm. for my rent's a hundred dollars. And so, and I still Wait. don't have it, and I still don't have an email back. On Wait, my sink. What's the right? Was the crime used as a means of raising this money? No, I think they're just segueing. They're saying we're yeah. not going to spend uh, more money to get the cameras. Also, we need more money from you guys. Yeah, because yeah, we our operations are just higher anyway. Our operational costs for fixing stuff and everything. And so I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, and so I still haven't got an email back on my on my sink. So I just email. I'm like, yo, it's been 14 hours at this point. Like, what the hell's going on? And then yeah. I and then I get an email back saying, "Oh, uh, yes, we saw your email, but you know we're you know we didn't get to it to this morning." I'm like, "Sure, managed to raise my rent this morning without you know without hesitation." <laughs> and so then I, that that pissed me off. They eventually come in and they fix the sink. They, it's a disposal issue. They put in a new garbage disposal. Fantastic, but they pissed me off with that to the point where I was just like, "I'm gonna call a guy. I got a guy who can who's a rental dude." I'm going to see what he's got available. And he's like, I got this place for you. That is not even, it's not even on the market yet. Uh, we're still doing repairs to it. It's going to go as soon as we post it. It's going to go. I said, you can come yeah. look at it in a half hour. So I go check it out. It's bigger, nicer, newer. There's a washer dryer in the unit. There's a bigger kitchen. Mm, like it's, whoa. it's, it's, it, there's a, there's a pool in the complex. I don't have a pool in my complex. There's a pool in the complex. Whoa. And I'm going to end up being like one of the youngest people living there. Which nice. is fantastic for me because that just means it's quiet. And so, <laughs> and so, and so I'm like, and it's the same price as what they're raising my rent to here. Right. And I'm just yeah. like, this is a no brainer. So apply for it. He gives me a hookup. I apply for it, get it. And I, so then I give my, I give 30 days notice to my building. They say, well, it's, you have to give 60 days notice. No, and that's I said, not the California and I, law. And I said, Sorry, man. I said, nope, I'll give you 30 days. And so in each correspondence, each correspondence, they're saying, please confirm your 60 day notice. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, no, I was like, I will be out of here September 30th. Yeah. I said, I'm not, I'm not what's, paying an extra month of rent. What, what's your, de- what's your deposit? I, I it's less than the rent. I think, I, I want to say it was like 1200 or something like that. Oh, 
Oh, it's. But I and I'm just I, I'm like refusing each and I'm fighting them on the. I'm like I've been a perfect tenant. I didn't like you got my full rent eight, during the anything. pandemic every single month. I said I will be out of here before those thirty days. By the way, I'll be out here in three yeah. weeks. Go ahead and clean it, rent it out. I don't give a shit. Like do whatever you want with it. And, and we've <laughs> just been fighting back and forth. And now they're starting to like give in a little bit. We're like, well, we won't do the full rent for the you know right. the, the second month. I was like, I'm not paying it at all. What are you gonna yeah, ding, you ding my renter's credit and and I I guess maybe owe you eighteen hundred dollars that I'm never gonna pay you? Go ahead, take me to court. I don't give a shit. I'm not showing up. This, rem- this reminds me of when Waz and Trey squatted. Yeah, <laughs> Sussman. It's the opposite of that. I'm exiting. I'm brexiting from this place. But they're starting. They're start. If each correspondence, they stopped asking for confirmation of sixty days notice, and now they're coming yeah, I mean, back on like the it, money that they'll ask for. And everything. I'm just I'm not paying it. Like you guys are gonna rent this place out. Like a day after you post it. I'm not worried. Like five hundred dollars more. Right, exactly. You raise the fucking rent. What happened in the end where did they finally get into the place and take their stuff out with Waz? They paid him, didn't they? I just I feel like at a certain point they finally they they blocked the squat somehow. No, I think they paid (laughs) Waz to leave. Squat blocker. Because they were offering him money. I think Waz got paid to leave a place he was not on the lease for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just, you can get to that situation, but in your case, you're good. because Yeah. You're, you're going to leave. Right. You know? And they're going to rent it out. Like if it, if it was going to put them in a position, I'm like, this is mutually beneficial for both of us. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to a, a place I want to live. You get, you get like lead time on this. Rent it out. Well, that's great news. Yeah. That's so I'm very news. excited about well, this move. Zach, keep me posted offline because I, I rarely get the opportunity to flex my former landlord skills. Oh, okay. But I do I do have like this amazing email that I wrote to my last landlord when I was moving out of LA. Yeah. Where I just basically, you know, there's a there's a pretty straightforward process they have to follow when uh moving out. Like in terms of they have to give you notice, they have to do a final inspection, they have to give you the right to cure, they have to do all this stuff. And if they don't do it, then they basically are legally not allowed to take any of the security deposit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I would love all that information. Yeah. And what was funny is we were going back and forth. They were like, well, you know. The rent that we've calculated for this place is based on, you know, having 60 day notice and, you know, this with the market and all this stuff. I was like, you mean that same rent that you calculated and then just randomly raised yesterday? That same rent? <laughs> Did not get a response to that. Did not get a response response to raising concerns about the security issues in the building. You should have said after you staged what may or may not have been criminal activity in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm going to levy that next. Well, because I said they were I mean, like, who they knows? Said, they you said know? something like, you know, well, if we rent it out before those 60 days, obviously it would be prorated and all this stuff. I said, I have no proof of you renting this thing out after I'm gone. I have no proof of that. They're like, well, legally, if you choose to believe it or not, I was like, no, well, fuck yourself. Like, I don't have, I don't know anything of that. I'm not going to research whether you've rented this out. Here, rent it out. You got 30 days. Amazing. Mm. And you've been there Amazing. for a while, right, Zach? You've been there like a couple years? Four years. I've been here. Uh, I've been in this apartment um, three years this month. Yeah. yeah. So you've been, you've been month to month for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been month to month for a while. 
Yep, oh. that's the best part about oh, month to never, month is it means you never that resigned a lease. You give no. a thirty day notice because that's one oh. month. Oh, dude, I've I've oh, never resigned a lease. I've always been month to month. Oh, and like yeah, you leave did. yourself open to like getting kicked out a little bit if like, but I'm not or like, getting that kind of random rent raises like that. Right? Yeah, I'm getting random rent raises, but like what? Like it's so it's so rare, and most and a lot of places are are um what's it called fixed the rent. Yeah, it's like uh, rent control. That's what I mean. Rent control. Yeah. Nice. All right. So, Licky Icky Icky Brian Licky, he posted a video from the Crash Dummies podcast. Shout out to the two gentlemen below and their great question, which is: Would you rather have to fight a chicken every time you get in your car, or an orangutan once a year? That has a sword. Wait, I'm sorry. Made that again? So every time you go to get in your car, uh-huh. you would have to fight a chicken. There'd fight. be a ch- I don't know if the chicken's <laughs> in the car. Just I don't a know regu- if the chicken's... A regular sized chicken. Guarding the every car. Time. Just a regular chicken, but How, every what, single every time. time. Define fight. Like, could I just kick this thing and get in my car? Or do I have to like... Let's, let's say that this chicken is <laughs> relentless. And will not quit fighting you until so gotta, you kill I gotta it. Kill this so let's thing. say you have to kill a chicken okay. every time you get in the car. All right. Or once a I year, can't. you have to fight an orangutan that has a sword. Do I get a sword? To the death. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, you can. I mean, I'm assuming you can, can have, have whatever weapon? weapon you want to fight the chicken as well. Okay. I mean, if I can have a gun, <laughs> I'll take the orangutan. <laughs> Once a year, it's good. pop that motherfucker in the forehead. Get in my car. <laughs> Don't bring uh, a sword to a gunfight. Question: orangutan. Will I know when this orangutan is going to show up? Is it like that's uh, a great October twelfth every year yeah. orangutan day? I feel is like going away. I feel like the <laughs> sneak attack orangutan once Ooh, a year that would be tough because now I got to carry tough. all the time. Now I got to carry all the time. I don't want to do that. There is a sense of dread that comes with, like, let's say it is October 12th. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, God damn it. I've a lot of <laughs> shit to do today. Yeah. I can't I can't deal with this fucking orangutan right. today. It's fucking right. orangutan day. Yeah. I, I left my I gun and I'm out of bullets. I have to go to the car. I have to go I to the ammo to clean store. My gun. Like, yeah. yeah. My I guess sink is leaking. Is, you know, I have to be home. I'm arguing on these hours. emails. <laughs> I think the question is really about. Something you know is going to happen versus something you don't know that's going to happen. Right. right. And also, the, here's the thing with the chicken. Like, if I get in my car six times in a day, right? I got to kill six chickens that day? Yeah. And you're you're, you're, like, <laughs> you're only going to want to do drive through stuff from now on. You're not going to want to drive to the bank, park, get out, Exactly. In, and now I run into Target. Track, come out. I run to Target with a full <laughs> shopping cart of stuff for my new apartment, right? And before I can get in my car, all these people watching me fight a chicken to the death? <laughs> nah, give me the orangutan. I mean, here's the thing. I think if you invested in a rotisserie, right, you're looking at a good food source with the chicken. Oh, there you, know. you go. Mm. You're that's eating chicken okay. all that's the time. That's a good point. But again, like, <laughs> I'm going to get sick of chicken at, cer- at a certain point, right? Yeah, especially mm-hmm. very soon. Dude, if I if I'm if like, you have like five in a day, after we yeah. I'm might, running. You'll get errands. sick of plucking feathers. Oh my that's god! For sure. Like so much well, plucking, you open, and you open up a Kenny Rogers roasters. Mm. 
Yeah, maybe I start battling Chick-fil-A. Guess who's open on Sundays? This guy, because I get in my car all the time. <laughs> then you're just getting in your car for fun. At that exactly. Point. Now, I'm, now it's a business. Now I'm making money off it. Yeah. Chicken shortage? Um, Don't worry, guys. I got errands. <laughs> I just love the idea. That's the thought of a, an orangutan. At one point in my car with a sword. It's funny to me. Also, if it's random and you don't know when it's going to happen, <laughs> but it, you just know it's once a year. What if the that random shit, orangutan What if is, that shit happens December 31st and then January 2nd? Exactly. Right? Or like January you have like 1st. Yeah, or January 1st, yeah, next I, I, morning. What if they also, overlap by like also, five minutes? It does. Right? The question really doesn't say the, the orangutan has a... He wants to kill you. He just has a sword. It's like <laughs> it's just minding its own business. <laughs> it's not like he's just waiting. I mean, it's a whole different orangutan that wants to kill you with a sword. Right. That's one thing. Right. Just an orangutan with a sword. Excellent I point. Don't know. Yep. Also, how trained at sword fighting is this orangutan going to be? Is he training all year? Great. To come fight me. Follow up question. Have you Maze. seen? That is a great. Have question. you seen 2001? Space Odyssey. <laughs> Yes. Orangutan with the sword on that in that movie? Well, they don't have the sword, but they get the bone. Oh, Remember yeah, that's bone? right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I guess I haven't seen it in a while because I don't remember a sword. Who really did it in Orangutan? You know? Orangutan with swords. the sword. I mean, look, Planet of the Apes. Black Obelisks. Uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, I think. I can't remember. There's one of them where... They're riding horses and yeah, shit. Riding yeah, riding horses with doom, like machine guns a kid. I do not want to run into one of those guys with the sword. That would be really bad. Just, just like Putin. And the guy from North Korea, I love when he rides the horse. That's my favorite thing in the whole world. That guy from North Korea rides a fucking horse. Mm. Love it. Oh, man. Zach, Great question, did you see man. The, uh, did you see the... Uh, they're making the Dennis Rodman movie. I did. Yeah, we Whoa. talked to um, we talked to Randy Brown about it yesterday. Former Chicago Bull. With who the... who do you cast as Dennis Rodman? Ooh. I only have Dennis one Rodman. one answer. Yeah, he's probably a little too old at this point. I only have one answer, and I think it's got to be Lakeith Stanfield. That I think that's right. I think that's a good one. I think he's got the range to do it. Yeah. If it ends up being Michael B. Jordan. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're all fucked. <laughs> Dennis B. Rodman. But then he, then they were, then uh, I had somebody ask me on, on Twitter, like, well, then who's Kim Jong-un? And <laughs> you obviously just have to get Randall Park again. Yeah, Randall Park's he, so good. He's so good in the interview. So then yeah. you've got, you've got Dennis Rodman hanging out with Randall Park, Kim Jong-un. Well, I don't think... I think it's just about the time he was in Vegas. Yeah, it's just I don't know Vegas. that I don't know that <laughs> Kim Jong Un was there with him. I feel like Cameo. we would have heard that. Who, maybe who maybe that's to, where the friendship started. You when you get to play uh, Carmen Electra, Carmen still Carmen still got it. By the way, she could probably play herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know about that one. That one's tougher. Yeah, it's got to be Lakeith. He's got that. He kind of looks like he's got that look. Of like you know, like a Rasheed Wallace type NBA player. Stoned? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He looks stoned. Yeah. I'm gonna add in our first guest, Chris. 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 Katinga. Chris. Katinga. Oh shoot. Mm-mm-mm. 
it to uh I gotta mute myself for five minutes. Hold on. Do it. Do it. You got an orangutan with a sword? Yeah, 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 got him, got him, got him, got him. out. He stole my headphones. And Chris. Orangutan, orangutan with a sword. What is going on? Yeah, so we'll give you this question real quick, which we just answered. But it's, would you rather, Chris, would you rather have to fight a chicken every time you get in your car or an orangutan once a year that's going to attack you with a sword? I'm throwing that chicken out the window. I think I'm going chicken in car. Every it's chickens, multiple. Yeah, every, yeah, every, every, every time, every you, get time you get into a car. How many times do you get into a car a day? Ooh, Ooh question. question. Does this, Does this apply, apply if you get, if you get, an, get Uber? an Uber? Ooh, is it anybody's, anybody's car? Or just, just your car. car? I do you get believe the, the question for the was your thing? car? Like, do you get like a, a month out in advance notice? You get also. We were debating this. I believe you get no notice. Yeah, Yeah, like we were trying to figure out: should it be like orangutan days, like October twelfth or something, right? So you know it's coming up every year, or is it just like once a year? You better be fucking ready. You never know when that thing's coming at you. It sounds like it keep me in shape a little bit, so I might go orangutan if I have to. You know, my toes to fight the orangutan. You know, I'm hitting the gym. You know, a couple times a week. That's a great point. Zach, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a, the question was your car, so I'm gonna say every time you get an okay. Uber or a Lyft, okay, it's so a Uber duck. Doesn't count. It's a it's a duck that comes at you. <laughs> a duck? Yo, ducks are fierce. Ducks are dickheads, dude. I got attacked by a swan once, and it was awful. I mean, they've got they're a little bit bigger, right? A swan? Did you come between a swan and its, its child? What happened? The swan was fucking huge. No, I was I was at, I was at Versailles. Oh, okay. Yeah, casual, real cool. One of the French swans. Yeah. Take a lot of the sports when you get out of the whole execution. Fear it turns why these fucking pussies. They can't even get a decent hamburger anymore. They cook the shit out of everything now because everybody's afraid of food poisoning. Hey, where's your sense of adventure? Take a fucking chance, will you? You know how many people die in this country from food poisoning every year? 9,000. That's all. It's a minor risk. Take a fucking chance, bunch of goddamn pussies. Besides, what do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs, but it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. You kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life. Gonna be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs. What are you gonna do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid shit? I'll tell you what you're gonna do, you're gonna get sick, you're gonna die, and you're gonna deserve it because you're fucking weak and you got a fucking weak immune system. Let me tell you a true story about immunization, okay? When I was a little boy in New York City in the 1940s, we swam in the Hudson River and it was filled with raw sewage, okay? We swam in raw sewage, you know, to cool off. And at that time, the big fear was polio.
Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.